Hello and welcome to the season's debut episode of the Drew Roth Show alongside Purdue Soccer Head Coach Drew Roth. I'm the team's communications director, Charlie Healy. Drew, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. How was your summer? Great. Great. Yeah. Very excited to be back, but uh, it, was, it was a good, restful summer. Yeah, it was a, a quick turnaround from the spring season, but the team began preseason practice last week. Five, five days of practice. What are your initial thoughts on the team? So far, so good. I really uh, like what I see so far. Um, you know, preseason always, uh, uh, you have to evaluate what you have and you have to, you know, assess individual players while you're also uh, putting the team together. So, you know, it's always exciting when you have a group of eight freshmen like we do. Uh, one transfer student athlete, so uh, you, you want to evaluate that talent and kind of see uh, how far along they are, who's, who's ready to step in and help right away, uh, but also you have to uh, put together your uh, team and get the, the structure right and get uh, everybody uh, you know on the same page. So uh, a lot of work in a short period of time, but uh, the part that I like about uh, just playing three months ago, I feel like a lot of the things are still fresh. I feel like uh, you know we can go nine months or a year um, without uh, you know from from your last real game. Uh, it's easy to kind of forget some some of those moments, but I feel like uh, the good moments and the bad, there uh, a lot of them are still fresh in our minds. So uh, with the veteran team, we're able to kind of talk about those things and uh, get those corrected before this season starts. Absolutely, and and that veteran team contains. 10 seniors, mm -hmm. 10 of 11 starters from just four and a half months ago are back. How much has that helped the, this early preseason go? That's been huge. Uh, I think, you know, this is the most experienced roster that we've ever had uh, with 10 seniors and uh, several upperclassmen that, uh, you know, are, are contributors, several are, that are in the starting lineup. So it makes a huge difference uh, when you go over things in preseason. As I mentioned, uh, it's not a long preseason. It's, it's pretty short, and uh, you have to get a lot of work done in a short period of time. So when you're just kind of reinforcing concepts and ideas that uh, your players have, have been over time and time again, uh, it allows you to kind of you know uh, make sure that uh, uh, you're solid in those areas, but then you can move forward and start focusing on other things. So um, it's just a, a better starting place is what we have now with so many veterans, and uh, uh, we don't have to spend you know a whole a whole day on you know individual and small group defending. Those are some concepts that uh, they've seen and they've been around and. Uh, working with your back four, once again, is something that takes a lot of organization. So we'll certainly spend time on it, um, but we don't have to, uh, you know, spend so much time that, you know, it takes away from some of the other parts of the game. So I'd have a group that's, uh, you know, seen the film and they've, they've been in the big games, things like that. Uh, it just makes everything uh, go a little bit smoother and uh, the young players are ready to, you know, step in and we can kind of focus a little more of our attention on them and kind of uh, see what we need to do to get them ready because uh, our older players are, um, you know, really uh, well-schooled by this point. Yeah, def mm -hmm. definitely. In a normal year, you're playing a couple spring matches. This year, I, this past year, obviously, you played a full competition season in the spring. Mm -hmm. It still ended about the same time, but does that impact things, the fact that it was a full slate in the spring with full contact competition as opposed to exhibition as you prepare for, for August? Yeah, I think it does. It was obviously an incredibly unique year in every every way. Uh, very challenging, uh, to say the least. But we were excited to be able to play, you know, the games that we did play, and uh, played a very competitive schedule. Played some really good soccer. Um, but uh, you know, what I what I'm excited about now is that uh, this feels so much more normal. Uh, we we have non-conference games to kind of uh, 
you know, see what your team needs and see the strengths and weaknesses before jumping straight into Big Ten play, which Big Ten play, everybody uh, very familiar with each other and things like that. Uh, Non-conference allows you to kind of uh, do the things that you like to do. Of course, you uh, do a little homework on, on your opponents, but it's really about getting your team ready and getting them, uh, you know, prepared for Big Ten. So uh, to have that opportunity and uh, have our players uh, experience what it's like to be on college campus in the fall and play. Uh, is just so different. So I feel like our, our freshmen last year, um, you know, did a really nice job um, dealing with the circumstances. But I, I don't think uh, it was it was really conducive uh, for them to be at their best. And I feel like with the three months off, uh, we don't have a lot of contact with them during those three months. So you know, you kind of wonder, okay, how are they going to come back? And are those sophomores going to look like sophomores, even though their freshman year wasn't ideal as far as you know development? Uh, but I've been very pleased with our sophomore class. I think. Uh, the challenging year, uh, you know, just uh, they still got a lot out of it. And I feel like that time away was maybe a little time to kind of regroup and come back. And uh, I was a little afraid, you know, how much would it look like having two freshman classes. But I feel like our sophomores have really stepped up. They look more confident. Um, and uh, that, that little time off, I think, was really good for them. And now uh, they get to look forward to a real season, um, you know, in a real, you know, in the fall. And uh, I, I think they're going to um, really take a step forward, which is huge for our program. We've got some key players in that class. Yeah, absolutely. And, and those fre- those so- current sophomores made a big impact last year mm-hmm. as, a, as freshmen as yep. well. So that would be interesting to see how, how they morph into a, f- a, a regular year now. But uh, mm-hmm. talk about this regular year. It begins with two exhibition matches, mm-hmm. Milwaukee on Wednesday, Marquette on Saturday, both at Folk Field. What are you looking to see from, from your team in these two games? Well, I think every season, uh, any coach wants to make sure that they are uh, defensively sound and organized. I think uh, you know uh, the, the the part of the game that you just uh, you know need to have early on is just uh, that stability, um, that uh, that structure. And then as the season progresses, you know, and, and, and players bring their individual uh, creativity and things of that nature, you know, those are things that, that develop over time. But if you're not organized from the start, then you know you're, you're not going to show very well. So we want to make sure we, uh, you know, all know our roles, whether we're you know pressing as a unit or whether you know our back four, how they work together, and just you know keeping our lines connected and, and everybody knowing their their basic roles. So um, really, just just want good organization, um, you know, good discipline, good structure. And then uh, get a chance to look at some players. Um, you know, this is a situation where we're going to play uh, several players. Uh, just you know, you don't want, uh, especially the freshmen, you don't want their first experience on Folk Field to be uh, on August 19th. You know, the first first real match. So uh, we're looking to get some players some time and and have them uh, uh, have the opportunity to to get that experience and then show what they can do. So uh, we have such a competitive team. We have uh, you know 30 good players. So it's very crucial that. Uh, I have another way to kind of evaluate and assess players, and that's by uh, getting some game time. So these exhibitions are going to be great for us. Um, you know, obviously, any time we can play on folk, it's just uh, uh, it's a lot of fun for our players. But uh, you know, we've got work to do. A couple, a couple really good sides. Uh, a couple teams that have uh, you know had a lot of success over the years. So uh, really nice test for us to to see where we're at. And uh, uh, but it's still preparation, and our, our goal is to make sure that uh, by the 19th we're as well prepared as possible. And these games are a huge part of that. Yeah, d- definitely. And looking forward also to having fans out at, at Folk Field this, this week, too, which will mm-hmm. be a little change from, from last season when mm-hmm. we just had family and friends. But it'd be great to get out as a team and after a, a week of competitive spirited team practice out and facing another opponent. Uh, finally, on Saturday, you announced to the team the, coach, or the coaching staff selected 14 captains. I'll, I'll let you uh, tell us who they are and, and what, what stood, out about, stood out about those, those four seniors. Sure. Well, our 
senior captains. We have four captains this year, and uh, very deserving of that. We've got Maya Lambert, Sarah Griffith, Marissa Bova, and Tegan Jones. Um, you know, Maya and Sarah Griffith, uh, Maya Lambert, Sarah Griffith were our captains this past year. Uh, they helped us through a very difficult time. Uh, a lot of, a lot of con communication with the coaching staff and with the players, and a lot of times, uh, you know, they're kind of the, the go-between in a lot of situations. Just uh, whether it's Zoom calls or things getting set, things getting organized. So uh, they did an amazing job, and uh, you know, the, they were they were uh, two players that uh, you know we're, we're happy to have back in those roles. Sarah Griffith obviously is just an outstanding player. Uh, she's improved every single year that she's been here. She's put in the work. Uh, Maya's a great leader back there. She, you know, helps with our back line and helps keep us organized and um, just been a very, very solid player for us for several years. Um, the, the two new captains would be Marissa Bova and Tegan Jones and uh, really excited for them, you know, some opportunities for them to step up in the leadership role. Um, you know, Marissa Bova has been a uh, starting goalkeeper for the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, once again, she's put in all the work uh, needed to, to continue to progress. And she's someone who's really bought into the program and has really taken ownership in her development, which is something we always ask, you know, and just say that development's a two-way street. We're going to do everything we can to, you know, provide you the resources and the guidance to uh, continue to get better and be successful. But uh, you have to, you know, give us your best. And she's someone who just gives her best every single day. Uh, so I'm excited for her to have a, a big year this year. I'm expecting big things from her. Uh, the last one is Tegan Jones. And Tegan is one of those lead-by-example types. Um, but, uh, you know, we have a lot of players that lead by example. I think what separates Tegan is just, uh, you know, she's had to, you know, really work for everything that she's she's gotten here. Nothing was really given to her. And she's just, once again, consistently uh, showed up, gone to work every single day, whether it's in the weight room, on the soccer field, uh, takes coaching well, and uh, once again, really uh, takes ownership in her development. And, uh, you know, a few players that I've coached have really continued to progress as much year to year. And she went from you know, a role player her first couple of years um, to someone that we hope would take that step. We weren't sure. And now she's an integral part, you know, uh, an indispensable part of our back line, someone who can get forward in the attack and, and create from that, uh, you know, left back position. And uh, I've never seen, you know, a player cover more ground than Tegan. And uh, she just keeps going and going and going. And uh, she, she can handle that workload because she's prepared herself for that. So uh, just mentally tough, physically tough kid. And uh, just those four players are just absolute tremendous ambassadors for our program. They represent Purdue soccer. Uh, so fun to work with because you know how invested they are. And, uh, you know, the great role models for the younger players. It's kind of like as coaches, we tell these young players what they need to do to be successful at this level. But if they can show up every single day and actually see it from their peers, uh, you know, then it, it makes our job that much easier. So uh, this this group is, you know, for the, the best leaders that I've been around. And uh, uh, they're not the only ones that are going to be leaders on this team with so many veterans. So we're in a great position right there. And uh, I'm thrilled for them. Uh, well, well deserved. And uh, they're, they're, they're going to they're gonna lead us to a, a successful year, a fun year. Yeah, absolutely. Four fantastic leaders and four, four great ambassadors for this program. So mm -hmm. we'll have Tegan and Marissa on the show coming up in, in matter moments, but during the meantime, thank you for joining us. We'll look forward to seeing everyone at Folk Field on Wednesday when we take the pitch for the first time as a team. Sounds thank great. You. Thank you, Chuck. Welcome back. We're joined by senior captains Tegan Jones, Marissa Bova. Ladies, thanks for joining us here on the show. First of all, Tegan, I'll, I'll talk, ask you first, what did it mean when you were named one of the team captains? Well, it's obviously a huge honor, but it's also a huge responsibility and privilege. 
Um, we have a phenomenal team to lead, and we're going to have a great season this year. So it's just about leading the team through the highs and the lows, wins and the losses, and um, having that privilege and knowing that the team has the confidence in us to do that role is a huge honor. Marissa, how about, how about you? Um, for me, the last three years, the captains that we've had have set the standard for our team. Um, and just, again, what Tegan said, helped us through the highs and the lows. And I want to be able to do that same thing for our team and like live up to the legacy that they put on us. So. You guys, we're back to a little more, a bit of a normal schedule this year after a, a weird spring schedule last year. You've had one week of, of training. What are your initial thoughts on not only individual, but the team as a whole, how you've been playing with, I think you've had nine practices in the last five days. What, what are your thoughts? Marissa, we'll start with you. Um, I think this past week has been amazing. Um, just seeing everybody back together, like after a long period of time, it's been refreshing, the energy, it's like buzzing and, you know, it's been probably some of the most competitive practices I've ever had um, my time here at Purdue. So I'm really excited for the season ahead. And Tegan, how about you? You're uh, as a key part of the, the defense. You're playing right right alongside or right in front of, of Marissa. What, what are your thoughts on how the practices have gone? Yeah, I think they've gone really well. There's definitely a lot of excitement in the group and a lot of competition. Um, I believe this last time, last year at this time, we were like even, didn't even know if we were going to have a season. So just having that ahead of us and knowing that there's a game in a couple days and working towards that as a team has been so much fun and having confidence that we're going to have a game and putting together a roster and who's going to come in when and what people's roles are has been really exciting to see people kind of flourish in whatever their role is. And. We're going to be able to put some of those pieces together on Wednesday when we play Milwaukee and then Marquette again on Saturday. What are you hoping to accomplish in terms of goals and, and see from the team? You know, obviously the result doesn't matter, but how you play f for those 90 minutes. What are you hoping to accomplish, Tegan? I think just working out, figuring out our team flow and um, how everyone plays on the field, interacting with each other, like kind of figuring out the gaps that we have. Obviously, preseason is practices, and we've been playing against ourselves. So seeing a fresh team with different ideas than the ones that we see every day in practice is definitely going to cause some problems. And it's about reacting to those on the field and kind of figuring out what we need to fix before like the actual season and games start. Marissa, how about you? You're going to finally have not teammates shooting against you. You're looking yeah. forward to that? Yes. Well, <laughs> hopefully our defense is. <laughs> what I'm looking to see for our team is cohesiveness in the back and um, composure. Um, and to use these two exhibition games as an opportunity um, to like build confidence, not only in our defense, but in our offense um, going forward for the rest of the season. So. Yeah, the last couple of years has been a stifling Purdue defense, so hopefully mm -hmm. that continues and, yes. and you continue to not see a lot of opponent <laughs> shots on goal. That's right. but, uh, <laughs> and, and of course, Tegan has been a, an integral part of that, along mm -hmm. with one of your other captains, Maya, Maya Lambert. But um, you know, we'll close today, as we've discussed a lot of times, this is a more normal year. What, what's been your favorite part? Just It's just been a week, but favorite part about things being a little more back to normal? We're not quite there yet, but you know there's a season coming. We've been able to have some more time together as, as the 30 of you together. So what, what's been the, the takeaways from that? Um, well, overall, something that really stands out to me, just having our whole team together, is like having team meals and just like being in the locker room. Like a year ago, we weren't even allowed in our locker room, and now we're able to just like be around each other more and 
I feel like that's really important for our team chemistry. Um, so, yeah. I think it's just refreshing to have mm -hmm. a normal season. Um, this year, it's not so much about like the do's and the don'ts and like what mm -hmm. you can and can't do. Like the focus is soccer, and it's our team. It's not worrying about if you're going to quarantine in a week and stuff like that. And knowing we have games coming up that like our parents can come to, and like we'll see yeah. our families, and you know, we'll, they'll get to be as much part of the game as we are. It is really refreshing to have a normal year where you can focus on really what you need to focus on without being sidetracked by all these other smaller details. That team chemistry has, has flown out over onto the practice field as well, so it's been fun to see see the, the fun. You've definitely been having a lot of fun the last couple of days on, on the practice field as well. So, Tegan, Marissa, thanks for joining us here. We look forward to seeing you and all of Boilermaker Nation at Folk Field this season beginning Wednesday against Milwaukee.